one horse open sleigh and sleigh. Hello, everyone. Happy holidays to you. Welcome to the War on Christmas. Just kidding. Welcome to the Brain Candy Podcast, episode 86. We're celebrating the holidays today. We are. Now, Susie Meister. Yes. Butler. Yes. Are you a lover of things, all things holiday? Mm-hmm. Or are you like a bah humbug? No, I really love the holidays. Me too. Yeah. What's not to love? What's not to Good love? Good food, lots of booze. So much booze. Gifts, giving and getting. Yeah. And festive music. Yes. And in Pittsburgh, there was snow. Mm, not so much here. here. Question. Yes. What is your favorite holiday song of all time? I am really going to have to think about that. Yeah. I thought you, you know, would have one right off the top of your head. You seem like you would have a, a, like a Christmas theme song. Anthem. Like an anthem. You know what? Even though it's rapey, I love Let It Snow, Let It Snow, Let It Snow. Or no, baby, it's cold outside. Sorry. Oh, I love baby, it's cold outside. Yeah. Is it? I guess it's kind of rapey. He put crap in her drink. Uh, he did put. He and he, he did like, roofie her. Hey, you want to have a drink more? And then he What's slipped that it in, in my drink. <laughs> yeah, I love that tune. Oh, but that's I, here's such what a I don't good get. one. The reason why I mistook it for "Let It Snow," baby, it's cold outside, and "Let It Snow." I don't get why they're Christmas exclusive. They're they not, don't even mention Christmas. No, they're just. Cold. Cold weather. But nobody sings them in February. Yeah, because... Oh, I guess you're right. It's still snowing, too. Right. Huh. Why did those get lumped into Christmas (coughs) songs? There's no need. Well, to celebrate, I'm drinking a whiskey tea. I'm drinking wine, but (laughs) I drink that all the time. So I'll call this a non-seasonal drink. Well, I'm a little under the weather, so if you hear me coughing and sniffling, etc., it's just part of the mood. Yeah, I was going to say, it does. It, Matt, you're state mm-hmm. of health matches the Christmas matches theme. theme. <laughs> yeah. Well, way to be in the spirits is we, <laughs> and immunity. I'm immune a method system. actor. Yeah. Um, what we wanted to do, cause I'm a big shopper. Hello. You're more of a crafter. I'm a crafter, but I'm also a gift giver. Yes, you are. So yeah. I have to be up on all of the latest and best gifts to give people. Right. Because that's my favorite thing in the whole yeah. entire universe to do. I mean, I probably give gifts to you. if You, you probably have to long. get to a point to be like, sir, <laughs> I don't need this. Because I'm like, no, no, you have to have it. This just, you have to. Yeah, you're big on gifts. You're very thoughtful. And we thought, we have a lot of ideas. So, so why not ideas. tell people? Yes. Uh, because I bet there are people out. Look, I understand look. that you almost have to reserve a part of your brain for coming up with gifts to give people. Mm-hmm. Or you're just going to do the generic get them, you know, whatever thing, and that's fine. Yeah. But wouldn't it be nice if somebody... Something a little different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something a little different. Something that people will like. Yeah. And that's not a gift card. Yeah. I'm anti-gift card giving. What about for teenagers, though? Because they are so Impossible. into that. Well, I'll tell you what I'm doing this year. Uh-oh. I'll tell everybody what I'm doing. There means happens business. to be a specific teenager in, not so much teenager, but just almost teenagers, preteens, in my family. <laughs> who shall remain nameless. shall remain nameless. <laughs> but are not the best at gift receiving. So I am, have, as a gift giver, have given them gifts for the past however many years. And I don't so much as get a thank you, a phone call. 
and anything. <laughs> and that goes for birthdays, Christmases, really? whatever. So I'm protesting this year. And I told my husband, I said, Uh-oh. guess what? We're going to send a message. Because my husband always does the generic gift card, gift card, gift there to them. If you're not appreciative of a $100 gift card. Right. Or whatever it is. Yeah. Looks like you're going to be getting list. a book. Naughty list. So now. <laughs> you're these, getting this person oh, a book. Yes. So I am getting three books for these young ladies in my life that you can order on Amazon.com. That is hilarious. I'm getting them all feminist books on women who made history. So they're kids' books. They're written for preteen girls and stuff That's like gonna that. That's going to be a doorstop. What? Uh, well, I, mean, I, don't, I don't care. I'm getting rad, <laughs> rad women A to Z, Rebels, Trailblazers, and Visionaries, uh, Girls Who Think of Everything, Stories of uh, Ingenious Inventions by Women, and Women in <laughs> Science, 50 Fearless Pioneers Who Changed the World. I don't care if they're doorstop. I was a recipient of these kind of gifts when I was younger by, like, you know, I always had that relative who bought me books. And... I always rolled my eyes when I opened it or when it would arrive in that very book-like shaped package. And I was like, oh, God, it's a book. And look at me now, people. Oh, my God. So I'm going to do the same. I'm going to force books upon children, and then they're going to thank me when they're older, when they're out being revolutionary and visionary women. There is nothing funnier than when you, like, mean business. I my fingers in the air, people. (laughs) Oh, well, that person is going to not... Really, well, maybe like they will yet. start saying thank you and writing thank you notes, and wow. then they'll get their hundred dollar gift cards back. Wow, I don't want to be at your Christmas. Well, you're coming to my Thanksgiving, so. <laughs> um, okay, so first, kids suggestion. Yeah, which is the incredible Lost My Name book. Oh my gosh! Of course, we keep telling everybody because. They're adorable. Well, now we have people who are going out and getting them for their own children, yeah. for their nieces and nephews and kids in their lives and loving them. It's a great gift because it's personalizable and customizable. So the character can be made to look like the kid in your life and then their name is included in the book. And then each letter in their name is represented by a character or animal and you choose which animals. So it's really, even if you have multiple kids, it's different for each one. I had so much fun going through and picking out the characters for each letter. And then I did it for a kid who has two S's and two L's in his name. So I got to pick two S things and two L things. (laughs) I was like, oh, this is so fun. The one I didn't want, I get to use in the next letter. It's cool because it ends up being a keepsake. One of these things that you'll save from your kid's childhood. And I love reading it with Lincoln. If you want to go into lostmy.name. Which people keep saying, what's that website? It's yeah. hard to remember. Lostmy.name. You'll get 10% off when you enter Brain Candy. It's a great gift. Even if you're going to a shower or whatever. Oh my gosh. That would be the yeah. cutest shower gift. Yeah, if you know their baby's name. Because some people uh, name their baby's Yes, before. I knew my friend's baby's name. And now I'm like kicking myself for not getting yeah. that. Because well, that would have been Christmas. I'll get it for her for Christmas. Yeah. Zachary, that is a Z. You know it's going to be an adorable zebra. Everything you say, you're like, you're on a rampage today. It's because so I had two glasses of wine. Oh, okay. Uh-oh. I mean, I had to get in the Christmas We spirit. need a name for your alter ego. We do. We need two <laughs> glass Tammy or something. <laughs> right. It's like, it's something happens to you when you're just like, mm-hmm. you mean business. I do. And, you know, and hello, I get real serious when it comes to gift giving. So, wow. Okay. Well, so that's my first suggestion now it's your turn wait yes before you do yes so 
I went out the other day and you know how you go out and you intend to buy gifts for everybody else? Well, I bought myself a gift. I got an Apple Watch, but I had thought I was going to get one before, but I changed my mind because I thought they looked a little nerdy and too techy. But then I found this bracelet that you can wear with it called the Ultimate Cuff. And here's what I love about it. First of all, the women that founded the company are from Pittsburgh, so of course I got to love that. Second of all, it's two women that made this gorgeous um, cuff that you clip onto your Apple Watch. So it doesn't look like nerdy techy. It looks like jewelry, and it's gorgeous. So I just want to tell you guys, if you have an Apple Watch or if you're thinking about getting one, go to theultimatecuff.com, and you will fall in love. It's so beautiful. Anyway, sorry, that was a rant, Sarah. What is there a Christmas that you remember as, like, that best Christmas ever. Uh, I do. I, I have, I would call it uh, two gifts that I got that stood out and I think made the, the Christmas the best year ever. What? Um, well, one year I got a pair of rollerblades. Oh, my God. Or they were roller. They may have been roller skates. And you were super into them? Oh, I listened to Strawberry Fields by the Beatles in my Walkman headphones and spun around. I don't know how I figured out how to do it. They were rollerblades because I could. I figured out how to do this. I figured out how to spin and around in a circle with rollerblades day one when I bought them. And I, I, I don't know how I managed to figure this one out, but I felt like it was the move. And I was just spinning in circles listening to Strawberry Fields and just, <laughs> oh, Love and life. And I must have been about 10 or 11. Yeah. And then the other one I remember loving was I, I got my first real watercolor set that was hmm. a big, probably a hundred different colors. And it was gorgeous in a wooden case. And I also got my, my, I, my dad was in the music industry. So I got odd soundtracks and music stuff, but I got the same year I got the soundtrack to get shorty. Now I don't think I was at the age where I could even see the movie because it was rated R. Talking about, but it is my favorite album to date and is the best soundtrack. And it's all like instrumental jazz. And I was like, "Are you kidding me?" I'm not kidding. At about ten or eleven, I was rocking out to instrumental jazz, watercoloring in my bedroom. This is the weirdest story you ever told. I was just like into (laughs) instrumental jazz as a kid, and like this is why I was a freaking weirdo who had to like not have friends. This is why I. There you go. Wow. I did not see that coming. Yeah. I will say, uh, didn't really get a lot of, um, cool points with the get shorty soundtrack. <laughs> I was like, try, I remember trying what to sell people on that. movie is that even? It's, it's got oh, Danny it's little DeVito guy. Yeah. and it's got <laughs> John Travolta and it's all about guys in the music industry or like scamming their, I don't know. It's like okay. whatever, but it's fantastic. You should definitely listen to it. So. I don't think people will. <laughs> <laughs> Are you one of those people that buys everything ahead of time and is wrapped by, you know, Halloween? No, but I am the kind. No, I I don't have everything done, but I do have a gift cabinet at my house where I'll find something in January that'll speak to me. Like, I think, remember when I got that placemat for your kid? Yeah. There was the the construction zone. So I think it was last year or two years ago, I got Susie's kid a construction mat. Uh-huh. Uh, like to eat with. And it had like forks and spoons that looked like little construction zones. He was really into diggers, still is, but also learning to eat or mm-hmm. by himself. And I think I picked that out. I mean, 
months ahead of time months ahead of time because i was like this is perfect and i also have a pinterest board called gifts where i just pin cool things to that and i plan ahead and stuff is so, it private yeah yeah because i don't want i don't want you to know it's <laughs> totally look i know you would <laughs> I, private. I don't know i'm not a person that enjoys surprises so i oh. i like knowing ahead of time so that's dumb. great because i love telling people yeah, you surprises do. you always the perfect <laughs> care I, I i know i i can't keep it and i always have to tell you what but i want to do you kind of because like oprah always says she hates surprises but then when she's surprised she enjoys it you're no, like I'm that. that person i'm oprah <laughs> You're Oprah. Yeah. Uh, Didn't we already discuss this, whether I'm Gail and you? I think I said you were Oprah and I was Gail and you were like, hi, I always thought it was the opposite. Yeah, only because I kind of put you in charge of pretty much everything. (laughs) (laughs) You seem like the, I feel like more at the Batman to, or Robin to your Batman. Do you really though? Only because like you're the handler of all shit. Like I'm like a, (laughs) always a tornado and you're like the calm, cool breeze that like. (laughs) Just makes everything okay. Yeah. Or at least how it, has how it feels. Okay. I start the fires and you put them out, basically. That's true. <laughs> but we all need that fire to keep us warm. Oh, my God. That was beautiful. <laughs> it's probably the wine. It's the whiskey. <laughs> uh, okay. So what is your first gift suggestion? Yes. My first gift suggestion is a kid gift suggestion. Okay. So this one is one that oh, my mom this. gave to me when I was younger, and I think is the ultimate, like, now, first of all, we have some great gifts that you can just, like, real quick hop online, buy it. This one requires... This is one of those Sarah, like, assembly required situations. Like a little bit, but it's just a good idea that I want to share with people since we're in the sharing of, you know, whatever. So, uh, <laughs> go out. Get a trunk, any kind of trunk. It could be, you know, all this new stuff you can find at like the Goodwill or whatever. You need to be more specific. Okay. You can, an old suitcase will work. You can get an old suitcase. You can get an old trunk. You can get an old cool looking box and you make a costume trunk for your kid. So every, every kid's toy store has a section where they have doctor costume and this costume and blah, 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 chef outfit. And all that stuff is available to you if you just, like, do a little creative looking and hunting. And, like, you can go to the Goodwill and you can find funny old Uniforms. Hats. You can find old uniforms. Mm-hmm. So take an old trunk, fill it with just... Uh, I remember mine growing up had ties and bow ties and boas, like those feathery boas. And you can just get a whole bunch of costume jewelry. And you just throw 20 pieces or so in a trunk, shut the door, and put a big bow on it. And you call it a magical costume trunk. Your kid (laughs) will go nuts for this thing. At what age range do you think? I think it works from 3 or 4 to 10. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well... As soon as they stop wanting to dress up, everybody knows kids, it is in kids' nature to want to dress up and play because that's how they learn about the world around them. That's how they learn about interactions with people. There's a reason why kids dress up and play. And rather than giving them the dress and saying, here, you're going to be Elsa and this is her exact Elsa costume, I like to give the elements of that and then they can use their imagination to come up with whoever they want to be. It's a great idea, Sarah. There's my first kid. I like it. Gift. I think it's a great thing, and I I would love that. And that's what your kid's getting, so I hope you like it. (laughs) He will love it. He loves to dress up. Yeah. 
And I do, you know, hang up his costumes in his toy room. And you can make it magical. Like, have him. I'm going to tell him that he can cover it with his own stickers to make it his own. Because I know that he puts stickers all over everything. And wouldn't it be nice if you had one place where he can direct all those stickers? I thought so. So I figured maybe I'll give him a trunk to put them on. You know, you told me a while ago that you've always judged people who let their kids put stickers on everywhere. And I thought, ah, who cares? You know, they come off and... What's it? It's like a, it choose your battles type right. thing yes. or whatever. Put I don't stick. judge those people. Well, you told me you did. Uh, well, I mean, I did. <laughs> but I, I could see that I've given up in those people. Oh, I guess, yeah. It's more. It's I, just sort of like, okay, whatever. I see that I pick your battle fight that yeah. they, they get. So I let him. But then I didn't consider the fact that there are different surfaces that are easier to get the uh-huh. stickers off. So now I've got all these stickers on my front door and they <laughs> won't come off. i got to put Goo Gun on. And then I regret having children. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope you don't feel judged. I don't judge you for that. It was more of a Sarah, I don't care. Comment. You can judge me all damn day. I'm <laughs> over it. <laughs> I'm so I'm so Roseanne at this point. That yeah. Like, but I get to the point where I'm like, I'm judging myself. Get those <laughs> stickers off my door. Well, I'll you know, put them on the truck now. All right. This is a gift idea. It's kind of like perfect for anybody, I think. Okay. It's whimsical. Uh, yeah, we love that. <laughs> um, when Lincoln was not even one, he became obsessed with birds. And for his first birthday, it was a bird day. First bird day. Oh my theme. gosh, that's so cute. <laughs> so we had like a bird <laughs> pinata and like all this bird stuff. Oh. And um, he's... <laughs> And everybody brought him a bird book. So he's like lots of bird books still like that we read at night. Anyway, so I saw this bird feeder and I got it and it's super cute. So I asked them if they would give our listeners a discount. Oh, yeah. It's called the Chili Pet, which is C-H-I-L-I-P-E-T, one word, Chili Pet Mushroom Bird Feeder. You can find it on Amazon. And it's so cute. And we put in... It's designed so that you can just pour the bird seed in really easily and screw it on and hang it. It's not complicated at all, which I like. And it's just light, and it attracts a lot of birds. And I think that you guys will love it. It's I, adorable. I love it for kids, but I also just love it for anyone who loves wildlife. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so you can find it on Amazon. It's the Chili Pet Mushroom Bird Feeder. And they gave us this coupon code. They have it as... off, welcome17 is the code, but it has no second E in it. So it's W-E-L-C-O-M-17 Okay, um, for 20% off. Nice. And they're real cute. It comes in red and green. Yeah. Yeah. That's not to love. So, you know, if you have something that's hard to buy for, I always feel like stuff like that, they would not buy for themselves maybe. Right. That's a good idea. And then they get to enjoy it with the birds. My grandma loves birds and bird feeders. See, you could get it for your... I could get it. And she can... Oh my gosh. Her little old people home would love it. We have a couple also that we're giving away to our listeners. Oh, fun. They sent some of uh, the product. So we can have a contest. Yeah, man. Um, If you're signed up for the newsletter, then we will enter you to win one of these bird feeders. Newsletter subscribers. You can win a bird feeder. Go to thebraincandypodcast.com and you'll be entered automatically if you subscribe to our newsletter. If you're already a subscriber, don't worry. You'll be in the contest too. Yeah. So there we go. All right. Fun. I have to say... Yeah. That Christmas Eve, like there's not a uh, Christmas that stands out. I, I loved all of them, but I especially love Christmas Eve. 
What is it about Christmas Eve you love so much? Anticipation? Well, I think it depends on what your family did, right? What did yours do? Well, we went to church, and on Christmas Eve in a lot of Christian churches, it's candlelight for the only time in the whole year. It's candlelight. And it's dark outside. And you go in, and it's very sober, and it's... It's really... Wow, um, that is the opposite of all the holidays I've had. <laughs> Sober. I don't know about that. It is. It's very like... And, you know, especially when you grow up in a church like I did, that's very, like, mm-hmm. emotional and loud and whatever. It's uh-huh. quiet. And, like, it felt reverent. And then you sing, like, Oh, Holy Night. <gasps> I never Beautiful. don't get chills. I get. I just got chills right now when you said the word Oh, Holy uh, Night as I'm picturing all candles. Right. That is a gorgeous song thing. And so that's a beautiful song. It really is. And then they get to certain points in the song and you're like, you feel like you're in the presence of like sacred ground. Right? Goosebumps. So there's nobody listening who's not feeling that. (laughs) That's the magic of Christmas right there. That we just gave you goosebumps on the radio. It is. It it, really is something. It's like, even now that I'm a secular person, I'm not a, a religious person. If I go... I still feel that way. And I still feel like this is something special Mm -hmm. and this is a special moment amongst people. And it's a special night. There's a lot of, um, not just kids that are like wondering what they will get tomorrow. It's a feeling of like uh, family and love. And it's rare now that magical feeling. And it does feel like a reset button, you know, like that you're closing out the year. Mm hmm. And there's this sense of optimism. Right. And then now that I'm a scholar of religion, I think about the power of the story, particularly in this uh, political climate, the idea of a family of refugees looking (gasps) for shelter and how uh, luckily that family wasn't coming over here at this moment or we'd send them back home. And now we're celebrating this Messiah that was a refugee and was brown-skinned and blah, blah, blah. I could go on and on. No, go you on and that. on. Keep going. It's so, real important. Even if you're a secular person or if you're Jewish or, or not Christian, then you can still appreciate the message that this was a, a family who needed something and they found it in a barn and that something magical can... and, and incredible and change the world. Even if, even if Jesus wasn't divine, that birth changed the course of history. He split time in half Yes, and he was born in a barn. Yes. And that could still be true. Like no matter what your life looks like Mm -hmm. and (laughs) Sarah's a church. I am a church. See, this is why I need to go to church. (laughs) Bridge. Yes. That's so true. And so I sit there and I'm like, Okay, let's like you say, it's a reset. Let's think about this. Let's apply it to our lives, how we act and behave and treat other people. It's not a message for two thousand years ago, it's a message for today. And that is, you know, people always get down to like, oh, the meaning of Christmas and like what is that? I don't think that 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 meaning is lost. I don't think that I think that because we feel that way, because you know, other people hear us say that and that resonates with them that even in all this, you know, capitalism and all the presence and all that. Yeah. In the consumerism. It is so still there. It really, really is. And it's so important. And it, it is, 
gosh, it really is a special time. And you know that I think it, what's, oh, well, think of the Carol Silent Night mm-hmm. that you, I feel like <gasps> you can still one. feel it on Christmas Eve, the silence, like when, especially if there's snow and it's like everything gets quiet, quiet. and the lights of the tree. And you, if you're in that moment in an evening in December at some point, just think about like the history of this story and why we're still celebrating it millennia later. Why? Why is it so important? Is it because maybe he died on the cross and rose again? We don't know. But maybe it's because this guy with this revolutionary <laughs> message of love um, came to tell you guys that you can do it too and that it's not just for him. And that, to me, is powerful. Mm-hmm. And so I still look forward to Christmas Eve for that reason. I still feel that it's, like, really special. And I hope people can absorb that. And I love the gifts and the buying. Uh, I love hello. shopping. We wouldn't be doing a holiday gift yeah. guide if we didn't. But also there's really cool uh, political and religious and spiritual elements that we, yes. can, we can celebrate as well. Yes. Uh, sorry for that sermon. Oh my gosh, it's so good. I love it. You're getting me in the holiday mood right now. I know. That's oh, oh. What? Question. Yeah. Uh, this is so important because you are in a totally different environment for Christmas. Do you feel like you've lost a little bit of Christmas because you live in California? No doubt. No doubt. Mm, I'm sorry. It's the worst. I feel like I... I don't know. This is so <laughs> terrible that I feel like I'm the one who stole you from Pittsburgh, like yeah. for some reason. Like, and now I feel guilty that like I'm not giving you the right Christmas. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's something to do with me. It doesn't. I know that. Um, <laughs> I'm a rational human being. Uh, but is it the snow, or is it there? A, is there a whole? It's all of it. Thing that comes yeah. with it. It's because you can't... It's, but the snow, snow, the, snow. The, the, the weather no is weather. huge. It's like the only time I like Pittsburgh weather. Yeah. Is the, is over the holidays. Even Do you ever get to a point where you're just like, ugh, I hate it, and can it be sunny again? Like, what... what of course yes, you do. Yes, that's what? why I live here. I hate it okay. nine months of the year. So you just want it for, like, a week. I love it, um, the cold from, you know, when fall, mm-hmm. September, October, November... Through Christmas and New Year's, and then you're like, fuck this. And then this. fuck you, January, February, and March. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like, not just cold, it's gray, and the snow turns brown. And we're expecting brown. people to be in love in February on Valentine's Day? You're in right. your freaking mind. Yeah. Valentine's Day should happen in July, when everybody's all half <laughs> naked and hopped yeah. up on <laughs> sunshine and vitamin D. Right. Yeah, but if there, it wasn't for Valentine's Day, we'd go from like, Christmas to whenever without a holiday. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Not much going on in there. So thank God for that. Yes. But, you know. Wear some green clothes and drink beer and that's it. Yeah. Yeah, it's boring. But I wonder though now with kids, like they get a lot of toys all the time. Don't you think that's more common? Uh, I wonder like, do they even care about Christmas anymore? I don't know if they do. You know, I do think that there's, there's a... If you keep the spirit of Santa Claus alive, then they do. What do you think about that? Do you think we're lying to our kids? I love it. We should lie. Tell me why. Yep, and keep lying to them. Till when? And you know what? I think kids will lie to themselves to a certain point because they also understand the importance of imagination. You need to explain yourself. Okay. This is a big one for me because 
I think that it is very important for children to be able to have their imagination stimulated. And I don't think that they get that in many other, there are not, we live in a world that's so reality based now, even with, with everything, like yeah. the chances for, even in the toys that kids play with, that's what I was saying about the trunk, yeah. about you give them something where they can piece together yeah. uh, and create an outfit through their imagination rather than saying, this is the costume for this and you wear this and that means this. That's gone. When you give a child a chance to, and and there's so much that goes into the concept of Santa Claus. So when you tell a child at four years old that he needs to be responsible for his actions for the next few months because certain actions will result in certain rewards, mm-hmm. but certain actions will result in, the, in no rewards. Yeah. It sets... A, a, it gives kids this, well, sense of responsibility and it creates, um, a story that, I mean, we do that with everything we do. And it's so funny when people say, oh, are you lying to your kids? Well, don't you think every Aesop's fable you can say, cause there's a lesson in everything. There's a lesson in morality or in whatever in the Santa Claus story. And there's a there's a lesson in there. There's a, a fable in there. There's a tale in there. And it's the same thing as an Aesop fable that's teaching you not to lie or another story that's teaching you, you know, or a Bible story that says, you know, be good to each other, whatever. It's a story that from a child's frame of reference can help teach how to love each other, how to be a good person, how to be uh, grateful for what you get, how to give to other people, how everybody is equal because Santa Claus visits all the kids' houses. How you know? There's a whole. There are a lot of layers to it. I think that if you just take away that from kids, you're you're robbing them of of something that they need. In their what if they're like framework. seven and they come to you and are like, "Is level with me, mom? Yeah. Is he real?" And I would say, "Well, what do you, how, do you think Santa's real?" Mm-hmm. And I I would go as when I'm a parent, I'm going to go with the turn the question on them for pretty much everything. When they say, how are babies made? The first question I'm going to ask is, well, how do you think they're made? And then they tell me, and then I can gauge by their response what kind of answer I should give them. Well, here's where their level is. This is what I'm going to give them. So if at seven, my child came to me and said, I don't think Santa levels with me, mom. Is Santa real? I said, well, do you think Santa is real? And he would say, well, you know, there's... How could he reach all those houses? Blah, 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 blah. And then I would say, and then we would maybe talk about the feelings that Santa gives you. Well, what does it feel like when you... I can't wait till you're a parent. I know. <laughs> this is all good in theory, but then I'm well, going to like... Well, maybe. I don't know. You know? But it, I just but I, will I'm going to be very rational with my child. And I'm going to explain things in a very in a way that they can understand, but I'm also... I'm going to giggle. Right. I'm what? not going to say because I said so. Or at least I'd like to think that I'm not going to say because I said so. Yeah. I'm going to explain... I say it all the time. Why? Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. Shut yeah. I'm out. sure I'll get to that point when I'm <laughs> exhausted and, you know, I've got one in one arm and the other one's pulling my leg and I'll I, be like... I love that. This is one of the things I love about this show is that you constantly surprise me. Mm. Just when I think, okay, I got you. I know you. <laughs> then the next thing I know, you're talking about how you think telling your kid about Santa. I thought you were going to be like, we should not. We should, no, we should. enjoy the spirit of it, but tell them... 
It's not true. I mean, it would probably be unhealthy at 13 if they were still going around believing in Santa Claus. Yeah, you but have I to think, intervene uh, on that one. Yeah, but I mean, I remember being a child who knew that it was not real, and I lied to myself, and I held on to that belief because to me, who was in, I was in so much turmoil and there was so much trauma around the childhood. Yeah, you needed that. I needed it. Yeah. I needed there to be something that still kept me a child because I didn't feel like a child and I had my childhood stolen from me in so many other areas mm-hmm. that if there's something that could make a child, we don't get to be kids for that long. Yeah. They get to hold on to the idea of Santa Claus for five years and think about it as an adult. Now we think back on Christmas. Wasn't that idea of Santa Claus magical and special to you? I never had it. What? Well, I mean, I knew people thought he existed and stuff. You're, wait, 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 <laughs> wait. So yeah. Jesus just stepped in for Santa in this situation? I guess so. But also I was the youngest of five. Okay. Oh, so it, you know, it was already, they already. took us up. I'm, I don't up. know what they okay, did. Okay, okay. Totally different because we're going to do another episode on birth order, I yeah, promise. Because be we have a youngest and an oldest. It's very, very, very <laughs> Important. Important to talk about because there are serious differences and I can see them just in how we interact. Yeah. Because <laughs> you are so the youngest child and I am so the oldest child. Yeah. By the time you get to the, your fifth child, you're like, you know what? Santa's Whatever. not real. Shut right. up. Yeah. Whatever you want to do. <laughs> yeah. You're lucky you get some scraps. Your clothes are, are have holes in them and they've already been worn by four of your other siblings. <laughs> yeah. I but, could totally yeah, get it that. It was more about Jesus also, so... It was like a double whammy there. Of of course. Yeah. So I always thought it was weird. And like my cousins believed until they were way too old. And I was like, you guys are idiots. They know, but they hold on to that belief because there's a part of like keeping that. Yeah. I remember. Well, I was going to ask you. I mean, I had the whole plan to ask you, when did you find out Santa Claus wasn't real? But do you remember when you did though? Yep. Oh, when I found the Toys R Us bag stuffed under the couch. No. Yep. And uh, my rational brain, Uh-oh. I did the thinking and I was like, mm, Uh-oh. this does not make sense. That's, how old are you? Uh, I was probably, I okay, I remember being in uh, a house that I lived into. I mean, I got, I probably was like nine, eight or nine. Sounds like about That's the about right age. That's about good, yeah. Good I was, age. And it's the age where you usually, fi- and I think my parents did it right. Like they didn't tell me, but I I did the figuring out on my own. Yeah. And then when I presented the information, I remember having that, what does Santa feel like to you? Like the magic of Christmas conversation. Oh my word. And well, I'll tell you what. Yeah. I always thought I am never doing, I'm never lying to my kid. <gasps> oh my God. Yeah. You have a kid. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. You're the person she asked I thought this is stupid. I liked the way I was raised where I was in on the joke and I thought these other kids were ding dongs. And I love it. Oh, you see? <clears throat> he loves it. He, uh, the children, no. He loves and it. And you know what? I hope you're using it to your advantage because, <laughs> you know, my friend Mariana and Kevin, they put Santa on their speed dial on their phone. And now whenever their son you're is acting up, they go, uh, you want me to text Santa? Yeah. I mean, I'll text Santa right now. <laughs> and he goes, no, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't. He, go, he goes, I'll, t- I'll call. I, he's on my speed dial. Hang on. Let me. And this is the best. There's a phone number that you, that that is out now. I need that. Okay, okay, okay. I'm gonna get her. This. I'm gonna. We're gonna put it in our newsletter. So there's a phone number that you can call, and you can customize it with your child's name. And he will die. He will die. So they did that with their son's name, and they had. And Santa calls you and leaves a message, and it says, 
Hi, Mateo. This is Santa. I just want to say, I hope you're being a good boy this year. And da 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 da. And and he, the kid's like, Oh my God! It's like Elf. Santa! <laughs> yeah, I know him. I know him. It's like, <laughs> he knows me. Yeah. Like, they freak out. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So... Well, Definitely you saw the picture him. on my Instagram where we went to see Santa at the Grove. Did he die? Well, why do you think we did it November 15th or oh, whatever? He like, was begging for it. He was waiting. He watched them build the house. He was like, as soon as he's in that house, I want to go there. Oh, my God. That's precious. <laughs> so sweet. And he, you know how he has that stuffed lamb, 99. Of course, 99. 99 always comes and sits on Santa's lap as well. And this year, he told Santa that 99 wants a pair of sunglasses, which is the freaking best. Uh, which reminds me, that's one of my things I have to tell you Oh my you about. God, how perfect. Yeah, so I have to find a pair of glasses that fits 99 because he's like this tiny little stuff. Yeah, we have to find 99 glasses how now. How cute is that? How We have to have glasses. He did like, the whole getup. Because he said that at the Grove where we go all the time that it's too, it's very sunny there for some reason. And he's like, 99 doesn't have, you know, sunnies. Uh, oh my but, God, that's so cute. I can't take it. This is truly just came to me coincidentally, but I was going to tell everybody to go to hang10kidsunglasses.com because they have the cutest kids shades. They have this unisex pair. It's totally hipster. Let me it's see. like wood Let me style. See. Here. Ugh. Oh, she's turning around on computer. You see those? Oh my God. I want those Go to ones. the mic. <laughs> Do, Sarah they wants won't a pair. fit me. They're I'm not a child. Kids. But you know what else I like about those is they're not insanely priced for kids. That's like a regular kids item. Right. And they have UV protection and polarized and all and that. And why are children's polarized sunglasses reasonably priced? But as an adult, I try to get polarized sunglasses and it costs me a freaking arm and a leg. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I want those ones. Yeah. They're and they really have cute, cute heart ones for girls mm-hmm. or boys. Or what boys, is? whoever. Yeah. Hang10kids.com. No, hang10kidsunglasses.com. Hang10kidsunglasses. So I thought those okay. were cute. And seriously, I mean, come on. I, maybe they will be small enough that they'll fit 99. I don't know. Oh my but, god, that'd be so cute! And you know what? There aren't really a lot of cute kid sunglasses out there. But Lincoln is obsessed, and I think it's really special. And you know what? He walked into that little house to talk to Santa, and Lincoln is a live wire, and he never <laughs> shuts up. And he walked in there, and you know how some kids get shy, uh-huh. and he got quiet, but it wasn't shy; it was in reverence, like oh. to this man that he respects. And I was like, give me a break. But <laughs> he doesn't even have a PhD. <laughs> it was really sweet though. It was like he was just being he knew respectful. It. Yes. I bet he what? Because that because story he's is the man there. upstairs and he's not Jesus, he's Santa. And so, then it kind of gives him a little more he's more real probably because he sees him and Right. And then he'd be like, Yo, I'm gonna get Chris Kringle on the line here. You better. <laughs> you know what? Up. You would be surprised how many things you have to explain to kids that you never even think about. Like what? Like I just had to tell him why we call him Saint Nick, Santa Claus, Chris Kringle. Uh, that would be very confusing. He, he's like, why? Why do we call him 
Nick, St. Nicholas, St. Nick, Santa Claus. You know what? I think your son is learning about nicknames. Yeah. Because he asked me why I always call him. I'm always like, hey, man, hey, man. He's like, why do you call me that? Yeah. And he's asked me twice, like, certain nicknames. He's like, why mm-hmm. do you call me that? Yeah, we so, have a lot of conversations about that's nicknames. That's very interesting. I wonder, you know, that probably has something to do with him learning a little more about who he is identity. and his own identity. Mm-hmm. And if he's at the age where you start recognizing yourself in the mirror, where, oh, my God, this is so deep. <laughs> Cool. All right, we need another gift. Okay, I got one for you. Oh, it's hot here. I've been in the theme of fun kid kid stuff, but kid stuff for adults who are kids. Okay, let's see. Kids at heart. What is it? They're oh my god, these are so cute. Okay, I'm kind of thinking of getting land in this as a throwback gift. First, I'll tell you what they are. Okay, they're balloon animal nightlights. So okay. have you seen that big Jeff Koons sculpture? It's the huge, like, dog that's a balloon animal dog. And it's a very famous sculpture. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Okay, so Jeff Koons is this artist that did this big pulp, pop, pulp, pop art sculpture of a balloon animal that became very famous. Okay. And it's that, you know, the only balloon animal the, right. that we <laughs> know how to make, the dog. And so now there are these lamps that are done in silicone that look exactly like Balloon animals. Balloon animals. And they're nightlights. And I want to get one for Landon because guess what he did as a profession to get himself through college? What? He made balloon animals at kids' birthday parties. Wait, what? Landon, my husband. Was he in a costume? Yes. Oh, my God. You know which one? Oh, my God. This is funny. I've never even told you about this. You know who he was? No. Buzz Lightyear. And what's my favorite movie of all time? What? Toy Story. I'm sorry, I'm stuck on... I can't accept this. Landon was... And also, he said he was a superhero at the time, too, but he said he was really chubby at the time, so he couldn't wear, like, a superhero outfit. Just looked ridiculous on him, because he was, like, a chubby spider Why did he do this? Where did he learn? Why? I have My so many husband? Questions. Does that shock you? <laughs> of course he would do that. But how does he? how did he know how to do it? I think he got... I, maybe he like read a book or something, but he got hired as some, uh, some company to do this. And he made, and you know, what's funny is, is Landon You're and I now. You don't think it's weird enough. I know I don't. You know why I don't? Because we started as a couple getting quote unquote hired by our friends to do their kids' birthday parties. <laughs> so I face paints and he makes balloon animals and we've done many children's birthday parties. You are lying. I'm not. Not like for pay, but because our friends are like, hey, uh, Landon was even, uh, our, our friends have uh, had a, a four or five year old son who had a Ninja Turtle themed birthday party and they all, all the kids dressed up as Ninja Turtles and Landon came as uh, Master Shredder and dressed up in the rat outfit and the ninja and ran an entire kid's oh, ninja video. session, like a little Ninja Turtle session for all the little kids all dressed up. And did the whole thing with balloon animals and did everything. You guys are so weird. So, and we don't have any children. So that is weird. Oh my God. Our poor children are going to either love us or hate us. I'm surprised he did that. I didn't think of him as like a kid person. Oh, oh yeah. Even though he's super silly with Lincoln and everything. He's super, he just loves being the, the guy who everybody just gathers around and cheers for. Well, okay, where can people okay. get this? Oh my God, let me tell you about your, <laughs> now that I'm talking about my husband, like who cares about that? No, let me no, tell no. you about these adorable, okay, so, they, oh my God, and I didn't even see this about them. <laughs> they stay illuminated for 30 minutes when you give the hind leg a squeeze. So you don't even turn it on. There's no like cord or wire or anything. It's just this adorable little balloon animal. And I was like sold on this when I thought it plugged into the wall. <laughs> 
I was like, yep, I need one of those. And now it's just a free Even form little balloon animal, and you squeeze on his little hind leg. And he lights and up. He lights it's like up. a nice nightlight. It's a beautiful nightlight. That would look Where can people get it, Sarah? Adorable. Oh, sorry. Oh, this is a great website. Uncommongoods.com. So, yeah. And they're only 25 bucks. Yeah, it's super Oh, my cool. God. Uncommongoods.com. I wish we had a coupon code, but we don't. We don't. Because we're just doing this because we just like the, it. The, I just like it. It's not even like they're giving me anything. I was just like, hey, this is cool. You should get this too. Hey, Uncommon Goods, if you want to hook yeah. me up with a nightlight, I'd love one. So I don't have to buy one. But I will spend $25 on that because it's adorable. It is. I have a picture of the light blue one and the green one that we just tore out of a magazine. That'd be we great for um, a nursery or a kid's room. Or, or even like a cool pop art. Like yeah. We're doing our modern, like a mid-century modern theme. Mm-hmm. And that would just be freaking cool in there. All right, well, All right. I'm going to move on into animals. adult stuff. Yeah, yeah Not yeah. that kind. Yeah. <laughs> of course, if you want to give those kind of toys, we won't judge it. Uh, right before we started... Uh, I'm going to get some more wine first. Yeah, yeah. Pour some wine. So if you we were plug, plug, plug. Sarah was putting on makeup, and it was this gorgeous Tarte palette called uh, Graveyard Swamp Queen. <clears throat> Graveyard Girl is a YouTube sensation. She's so cute. She is really cute. I didn't know about her I like until her I message. found out about this palette. And yeah. then I was like, oh my She's God, cool. I love her. Yeah, I like her message. And then we got the palette, and first of all, I'm not, I'm makeup challenged, but Sarah was You're teaching me. You're not makeup savvy. Like, you, you mm. don't put, a, you don't want to, like, go out and hunt for the new. You just, I don't watch tutorials yeah, or right, anything. right, right, right. But Sarah was showing me how awesome it is. Tell them what colors you love. Oh, yeah. So, oh, here it is. Oh, I buried it under my balloon. It's stuff. how many different things? Nine. Well, Nine like- eyeshadow colors and three cheek colors. But I feel like <clears throat> with any kind of makeup, these can be used versatile. So their cheek color is called Gator Wings. And it, you can use it as an illuminator and kind of get that strobe effect yeah. right on your cheek. But I love it as an eyeshadow all over the place because hmm. I think it's so beautiful. Um, so what I love with a lot of, you know, all these Tarte palettes is that the colors are already laid out for you Yeah, and, you know, kind of divided into a row of colors that work together. So I was explaining to Susie, my favorite row is the middle row on here that has big baby is the lighter color. Sassy bun, who doesn't love a sassy bun, uh, is the middle color and sippy sippy. (laughs) Hello. We're always doing that. We always say the darker color. And it really is like. Eyeliner, sippy sippy, sassy bun, crease color, big baby, all over color. There you go. That's all you need. I carry this around. I did everything with the one brush. Yeah. And that it's like well, foolproof. What I like about it too is since I am always worried about my skin, it's all super natural and no garbage and toxic, toxic stuff. And it's cruelty free as well. Yeah. Which is nice. So and it smells like chocolate. And Sarah says it smells like chocolate. It does. I have a cold, so I can't smell it. Oh, I was just gonna put it up to your face, and you have a cold. That would be weird. But yeah, tart.com. If you enter code podcast, you will get five dollars off. Those are great girlfriend gifts. Ugh. Like gifts. Well, don't you love getting makeup? Yes, I really and do. Every time I get a palette from a girlfriend, it's always something I treasure so much yeah. and love. Yeah, I would. Good gift. I, I think that's a perfect gift for you know your closest besties. You hook them up with a palette, done deal. While I'm on the subject of yeah. my skin, yeah. Did you buy BioClarity yet? Well, I got my refill after I moved. Give yourself the gift of good skin. You won't regret it. <laughs> um, are you guys? Here's the thing. Remember how I told you when I went to that party and my friend was like, "Susie, seriously, mm-hmm. are you just hawking this stuff?" Mm-hmm. Or are you see, and I was like, oh, buy it. 
mm-hmm. because one thing is for sure. I have been messed around with a lot of products. I've been on every drug for my skin you can imagine. Mm-hmm. I would never send someone down the road of a product for your skin if it really didn't work. So um, you should try it. Bioclarity.com. It's a three-step acne wash. Use code brain candy and you get your first month for $9.95 plus free shipping. It's $20 off, which is awesome. So good. And hopefully when you use that with your tart, you got yourself it's some one of those skin. products where you know when something works so well for you that you just like, don't just don't don't even take my word for it. Just well, and it's risk-free. Try like, it yourself. Try it. It really is like that infomercial that's like, don't take my word for it. <laughs> try it yourself. Like, I really do feel like that. I'm like, no, no, don't. Fine. Don't blame me. Whatever. Just try it. And then, it, you know, yeah. I have, I, how many, I've had zero people, zero, zero. Yeah. Say anything like, yeah. nope. Because people do reach out to us they when do. they're like if mad they, at something we say. Oh, please. If I don't respond to like a tweet fast yeah, enough, yeah, I yeah. hear about it. And they, I have heard nothing but Rain one reviews. complaint. She said, sorry, I, I'm upset that I don't have anything else to pick at. <laughs> right. So try bioclarity.com. Yeah. Trust me. And my friend Cassie can vouch for me. Cassie, <laughs> tell them that I told you at a party, I'm telling the truth. This is not podcast gibberish. Oh, it's great. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. I feel like I have so much to get to. Yeah. Well, because I love like I know. Gift what getting. else? What else? What other? Um, should we switch over to maybe the category of food, of like hostess gifts? Those are always good. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a great thing. So holiday parties. Yeah. Everybody goes to holiday parties. Do you, uh, are you a host or do you like to attend? Well, I hope you like. I like people to. Over? I like to attend. Mm-hmm. Of course, who mm-hmm. doesn't? <laughs> but. uh I also like to host. Unfortunately, I'm not in a position to host this year because we just moved into a new house. Yeah. So it's empty. I mean, my house is empty. Yeah. And there's no place for people to even sit. It would have to be like a BYOF, which is bring your own furniture party. We can't have that. (laughs) Um, So I'm going to a lot of Christmas parties, though. And it's. I always want to just bring wine. That's like the go-to because, you know, Landon's got wine. It's like around all the time. But then, you know, people drink it. And for the same price as a good bottle of wine, you can get so many adorable hostess gifts that people would really treasure or host whatever gifts that people would really treasure that um, you can think outside the box a little bit. Like once uh, I heard that rather than bringing a bottle of wine, bring the host a really nice bottle of olive oil. Hmm. You can spend $20 on a bottle of wine that'll be drank, blah, blah, blah. But you buy a $20 bottle or even a $15 bottle of olive oil, you're going to get the top of the line olive oil. It's going to be fantastic. They're going to love that. And they use it slowly, so they'll be able to use it all year. Yeah. So that's a nice little, you know, mix it up. That's a good tip. Tip. Well, I am a cheese obsessor. We both are. I thought you were going to say we know. Well, also we know too. Because you have cute balcony hour when you make wine and cheese plates. Balcony time. Yeah. Well, so I would say half the week I skip dinner and then just have like a nibble platter. And (sighs) Why am I not over at your house half the week? Well, it feels like you are. (laughs) You're just not here at that time. Because I think if parents will understand, especially that when I get Lincoln to bed, it's like glorious, right? Because then it's my time. And I make this 
platter. Oh my God, that sounds right. Phenomenal right now. Pour myself a glass of vino and I'm like, I'm not a mom right now. I am myself. That's lovely. So I found this item that, again, these are not people, they aren't paying me to say this. I just we literally it. ripped these out of magazines and we're <laughs> like, hey, this is a great product that we would like to give people. We should talk about it. Well, because here's the thing. When you buy really nice cheese, like I get all my cheese at Whole Foods and it, you have to remortgage your house half the time just to get nice no cheese. No joke. Right? $20 for a block of Manchego. Cow, something that came out of a cow's udder. Right. So, but if you don't store it properly, it's not good because cheese is living and breathing and you're not supposed to keep it in the plastic. So, uh, and then it always gets that hard crust on the outside and then so, uh, no, you're right. You're right. What do we do? Okay. So I used to buy cheese paper, which you can get. That sounds bulky and cumbersome. Or yeah. It's kind of like, and it's not reusable. So like you have to keep buying more. Wasteful. Yeah, but this is a cheese vault. <laughs> well, it's really, it's a box. Sign me up. But they call it a vault, a cheese vault. It's a little box and it has a divider, but you can move the divider to. Oh, cool. You know, adjustable. Yeah. Yeah. So you can fit two different cheeses in there and it won't contaminate the cheese. It won't absorb the cheese, uh, the smells from your fridge. It keeps, you know, the cheese fresh and lovely and. Allows the nice. bouquet to blossom. And I love it. Lots, it comes in five different colors as well. So and they're really cute colors. Yeah. Bright green. Oh, that's cute. It's at kappabunga.com. Oh, you're going to have to spell that. C-A-P-A-B-U-N-G-A.com. Kappabunga. And we'll put that in the newsletter. Yes. You should sign up because all of these will be in our newsletter. And okay, you can knock out all of your holiday shopping with one visit to our website. That's bing, true. Bing, bing. Tell them about our merch. Oh my gosh, I forgot about our own stuff. <laughs> oh, what are my, we doing? What, like we're new here. Uh, so if you're not getting cheese platters or nightlights, <laughs> you can get your friends or yourself <clears throat> some awesome brain candy merch. We have uh, kids t-shirts. We've got the Smart Kids Tees. We've also got the Her Story, Make Her Story Tees for any of the little gals in your life that you want to encourage to make some Her Story, like history, but with, you know. Her. We get it. See? Okay. <laughs> uh, just making sure. And uh, what is it? Oh, our wine time glasses. Hello. You're forgetting the best part. What? For the holidays, we have gift sets. Oh, our gift holiday gift sets. <laughs> well, there you go. We have a wine set. We have, what's the other one? Um, we have the, we're the horrible salespeople. Horrible. We have the smart girl set. We've got a wine time set. The wine time set comes with the wine time glasses, comes with the tote bag. Yeah. It's really cute. Comes with a t-shirt. Okay. I think probably, <laughs> but you, and you get, you save like 20 over 20% when yeah. you buy these. It's a bargain bar, you know, deals together. My, and my then dad used just, to say, if we keep saving money like this, we're going to go broke. <laughs> and I'm like, that's kind of how I feel. <laughs> You know, when you're like, I should buy this. It's only... I was at TJ Maxx the other day and I picked up a sweater and I was like, $16 is practically free. I have to get this. <laughs> and then I was like, if I said that about every single sweater I picked right. up, I'd be so poor so fast. Yeah. See, this is why I coupon though, because then in December I can go hog wild. Also, this is the shirt I bought. What do you oh, think? Oh, it looks really cute on you. <laughs> totally worth it, right? <laughs> 16 Oh, no. Yeah. That's really cute. You I have good to. taste. Suze, thanks so much. It's <laughs> It's uh, only for cold weather outfits. I don't know how to dress in the summer, but as soon as fall comes around, I'm like, I got this, people. Plaid. 
That's funny because that week that I came out in like October or whatever, and I had on my boots, I was stomping around in my boots and you were like, you look great. I'm like, it's fall. Yep. Fall is great for fashion. Great for, and nail polish colors. Yes. All the cute dark colors I love to wear. Mm-hmm. Great. Yep. Bad for vitamin D, but good for everything else. Ugh, right. Um, okay, wait. How many times do I say that? We should drink every time I say that. Oh my God. I'm drinking every time you say whatever. Wait, I think that's all of my ideas. Oh, I got one. Oh, okay. I got one especially for you. I can't wait. Well, there's one thing in the kitchen that I know you love more than anything in the whole universe. What? Wine. Well, okay. This thing you love second in the whole universe. It's salt. <gasps> and I know... We, I'm a salt addict. You are a salt alcoholic. It's ridiculous. It is. And you know what? I've noticed that since... Uh, I hang out with you. My salt consumption has gone through the roof, and now I can't. <laughs> I cannot roof. even eat pizza without heavily salting it. Heavily. I just. I stole some out of your. I stole some pizza out of your refrigerator, PS. <laughs> uh, but I had to also steal some salt out of your little salt dish. And as I was doing that, I was like, "Well, this is a cute salt dish, but you know, it would be a more adorable, a really cute little monster salt dish." Tell me. So I love. Anything that is handmade, anything that's crafty. Yes. So there are these absolutely adorable little salt holders. They're, she even named them. Danny the Dinosaur. Aww. It looks like a little... Di- it looks so cute. I can't even do, do a good job of describing it. So it's this little... Oh, I little, love this. Look at the picture. So here's why it's great. Yeah. Are you buying this for me? I mean, I you should. I should. Um, <laughs> if you... I keep a crock of salt by my oven. And for, now I do too. Yeah. Like when I'm on the stove and I'm cooking, I don't want to just shake it in from a shaker. I want to like pinch it. And you can measure it. it properly. Listen, if you don't already have this, you have to get it because it will absolutely help your cooking. Because Susie sold me on this. But this is an adorable for, one. So. And it has a spoon coming out of the monster's mouth that looks like his tongue. It's, it's so, so cute. cute. I'll put a picture in the newsletter. It's freaking adorable. So it's fun and functional. Where can they find and it? guess what? It has two different sizes and 10 different colors. <laughs> and you can even choose the different looking monsters. So they're absolutely adorable. And they're What's designed the website? by website? Let me see. Do they're designed by this woman named Melissa Paxton from Muddy Heart Ceramic Studios. And you can get them at... Muddyheart.com. Muddyheart.com. Handmade. I, I told love her handmade things. Oh my gosh, she's going to be so busy. Yes. Crafting all yours and then all the ones I'm going to get for other people. I hope that people order it because I love supporting artists. Small, bi- hello, small business. Like maybe she started on Etsy like me and I love that. Yeah, you guys are kindreds. Yeah, you got to support. Speaking of which, what? if you want. Oh, that's right. Maybe to get more what of my we, See, why do we always... We neglect our I own. I forget about my own things. You can also buy some of my art. I'm selling... So I bet that maybe there are people out there who are like, hey, didn't Sarah have an Etsy store with a whole bunch of stuff <laughs> on it? And I'm like, yeah, I did, but I had to do this podcast, so I had to stop making a whole bunch of stuff for a while. But it's the holidays, and I'm in a giving spirit, so I thought I would uh, put back up the listing for the wood... Name plaques, so you can get your last name or really any, excuse me, any name or any quote you want on a piece of wood that's hand painted by me. Comes on this cute slab, and I give you uh, damage-free hanging tools to hang it with, and you can use it indoors or outdoors, and they're really beautiful. And I've they had a bunch beautiful. of people asking for them, and so I figured, you know what, I'll bring them back. Do you like guarantee shipping by Christmas? Oh, absolutely. And you know what? It's a fast turnaround. So on these, usually if you order, I'll have them out to you within three days. So it'll be a really fast turnaround, and I do priority shipping on all of them. 
and I will make sure to post that ASAP. And also, I have uh, some new bracelets out. I've got this new mermaid collection of all handmade bracelets that you can get. That's cute. Yeah, and they kind of have like a mermaid theme because you know how much I love that. So I found some really cool beads and stuff from Thailand that I put in there and made it extra special. And I only have, I think, a 10 sets available, so limited editions on those guys. Hmm. Do you have something that... What's your Etsy store? Oh, uh, Art by Sarah. Okay. Art by Sarah Rice. A-R-T-B-Y-S-A-R-H-R-S-E. But it's in my uh, Instagram if they want to check that out too. Do you have something that you're wishing for for Christmas? Ooh. Gosh. You know, I'm one of those people who... I'm into so many things that you, there's... I don't think there's anything that somebody could get me that I wouldn't be like over yeah. the moon about Yeah. because I'm like that person who goes through the store and I'm like, Oh, I love that. I love that. I love new art stuff. I love new. I find that very easy to buy for. I'm the easiest person to shop for on the planet. Yeah, that's true. And I guarantee you there's pretty much nothing that you can give me that I wouldn't be so excited about and have a total use for. And yeah. you've never disappointed. Some of the things you've given me, I cherish so much. Like, oh. I love that ring that you gave me that's uh, the knot. It's yeah. just a real simple knot. Yeah. I love that one. Hmm. Beautiful gifts. You, uh, like, it's actually a problem because I'll, like, fit, think I'm done. And then I'll be, oh, well, she will love this I too. I know. Same with you. I have a whole, I have a whole cart on Amazon of you. <laughs> no. And then when you cart. tell me like baths, forget it. Right. We were done. It's going to be a bath Christmas. It is. It, it is. <laughs> it's a theme. Sort of a theme. Um, well, I wish you a Merry Christmas and I wish all of our listeners as well a happy holidays, whatever you celebrate. And, um... Try not to get too bogged down in this political mess if you are despair, in despair or melancholy about things. Try to just take a minute. And yeah, and use breathe. this time to, you know, I think Christmas is a good time to, you know, like they say, like think about what you're grateful for and think about the good and think about the ways that you can connect. You know, the holidays are such a wonderful time. I'm going to get a little preachy for a second here, but there's such a wonderful time to be generous and to give back. And there are so many ways that you can do that at the holidays. Think about the people who don't have as much as you, like this is the perfect time to be volunteering at soup kitchens. This is the perfect time to be volunteering at homeless shelters. This is the perfect time to be, you know, doing anything that you can do to give back or to, you know, feel good. And there's so much you can do. And, you know, because, well, also, I think a lot of people, if Twitter is any indication, feel like 2016 was the pits. Did 2016 suck a gigantic big one or what? Yeah. It was the worst year. Yeah. A lot of like deaths and just all kinds of nonsense. And I think people are going to say good riddance to this year. Good riddance. Let's just light it on fire and start over. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm not too optimistic about next year either, but <laughs> let's hope for the best. I'm hoping for the best. I'm thinking it's going to be a swing. The pendulum is going to swing in the other direction. Well, we'll see. President Trump might have other plans. Well, <laughs> not till January, so I'm going to enjoy the holidays with Obama. Um, have a wonderful December and we will send out all the links and coupon codes and whatever else in our newsletter. And, uh, Oh, I'm going to even include a coupon code for art by Sarah Rice. Great so idea. if you've listened to this podcast and you want to order something, then I will, uh, put out, I'm going to make the coupon code brain candy. 
So type in the coupon code BRAINCANDY into uh, my Etsy store, Art by Sarah Rice, and you'll get yourself fancy schmancy discount. Good idea. All right, friends. Just for our listeners. Merry yeah. Christmas. There you go. Bye, everybody. <laughs>